Hello and welcome to Simply Social. My name is Kevin Shively, sitting as always alongside the great Lucy Hits. Lucy, what's going on in your world? Wow, that's like the nicest intro I've ever received in my whole life. Last time it ever happened. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. So what's up? Uh, you know, sunny today. Um, my wedding is in less than two months. Mm-hmm. I think I might have said that in the intro to the last. I think you've mentioned that on like the last six or seven months worth of podcasts. Yeah, so it's like that phase when you're just trying to like get all your money from all your different accounts and put it together and then mm-hmm. just write these outrageously large checks. Mm-hmm. That's fun. So that's a really... I remember that. I didn't like that at all. Yeah, you know, it's not a fun part of the process. We had a fire drill today. That was pretty exciting. Simply yeah. measured office. Going crazy. Yeah, it was really dramatic. Mm, how'd you cope? Well, I just like took some deep breaths. I hung out with Jade. Did you Snapchat? I Snapchatted, mm-hmm. and you know that that'll get you through anything pretty much. Listen to this segue. Let's talk about Snapchat. Oh, Vera! Oh, you planted it. Sure did. So, Business Insider and their Business Insider Intelligence um, just came out with some stats about. Snapchat and specifically Snapchat Discover. Woo! You know I love some stats. Oh, I know you do. Yes. And I know you're also going to love the differentiation made here between teens and young millennials. Ooh. Because I know that you're Oh, uh, so- I like separating young millennials with old millennials. Mm. I don't like that I, at 33, am considered a millennial. You're and an old millennial. And so is like a 19-year-old kid. But you're Those not young a, punks. But you're not a young millennial. No, I, that's what I'm saying. I like this differentiation. Yeah. Let's separate millennials. They don't even include you. Hashtag old millennials. <laughs> they don't even... Come on this ride <laughs> with me, old millennials. <laughs> we're, we're not even worth being focused on for Snapchat. No, you're irrelevant. To all be you fair, I barely use Snapchat. Yeah, all you're trying to do is, like, buy a house and, like, mm-hmm. nest. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, no, you are irrelevant. <laughs> Except Aww. to, like, Home Depot. Right, right. Home Depot's revenues have been growing steadily lately. Thanks to you. Yep. Yep. Uh, so anyway, back to me. Um, so users are more likely to read content on Snapchat Discover than Facebook Instant Articles or Twitter Moments. To be fair, nobody is reading on Snapchat. That's true, but no one's really reading on Twitter Moments either. Also true. <laughs> um I do love Snapchat Discover. I watch the content on there all the time. Yeah. Comedy Central's got a great channel. I watch yeah. some CNN news there. Yeah. You know, I don't see a lot of Facebook instant articles pop up in my feed. I don't either. I see. I actually do watch Twitter Moments. I really will. I will actually choose to go over the Twitter Moments tab mm-hmm. because when there's, like, something big going on. Yeah, absolutely. And I want the latest stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um. It's really interesting. I'm writing something right now. It's sort of like a case study, but it's going to go on our blog. And this agency was talking about a campaign they did, and they were talking about where they chose to focus, um, like which social channel they basically chose to focus on for mm-hmm. this campaign. And they chose Twitter, and he was like, well, yeah, you know, it's a live event. It was around the Super Bowl. He was like, it's a live event. So, like, of course, we went with Twitter. Mm-hmm. and. You know, it just, it's interesting. Like, for him, he was like, it's like second nature. Like, of course, Mm -hmm. when it's live, you go with Twitter. Yep. Um, Which will be interesting to see how that perception changes as Facebook Live gains more prominence. You know, it's all going to get more nuanced, uh, even with live 
stuff like that. I think Twitter is still the go-to source for that, and they're they're branding themselves very much as a news platform where you get your news, where you share your news, that kind of stuff. Uh, and I think Twitter Moments will continue to be that. But audiences are becoming more fragmented. So f- people who are going to watch Facebook video – that's not the entire Facebook audience. Like my grandma's on Facebook. She's probably not going to be watching Facebook video. She's over on Instagram posting forehead shots because she doesn't actually know how to use it, which she did the other day. It was amazing. Good for her that she's even on it. Yeah, it's nice. Honestly. My Keep, mom just It keeps her text. close with us young, uh, young hip kids. Yeah. Us young millennials. Yeah. You know, out there doing hip stuff. You're so cool. The hip people. Oh, man. You just, the more you talk, it's like the cooler you get. It's I know. just your street cred. It's just, great through the roof right now. Anyway. You're welcome. Uh, so the study also found that users are the least likely to recognize that a third-party brand or publisher had been behind the content on Snapchat Discover. Compared to other networks? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So and this is caused by a few factors. So one, it's an overcrowded Discover page because, you know, I've, I've noticed this. There's so many now. So many brands are, like, signing on to be part of the Discover page and so, you know, a lot of logos look similar. Yeah. I mean, there's only so much, you know, there's a pink one, a red one, a white one. It's like, you know, there's only so much you can do. Um, so because there's so much, such such a crowded space now, um, you might watch a few things that you love, but you kind of are unable to, or at least the people surveyed here mm-hmm. are unable to. Those young millennials. Young millennials. Yeah. Able to, not able to differentiate between... The brands. Organic and branded content. Yeah. Yeah. There's like smoke in that wacky tobacco, <laughs> you know. I mean, that's the the way that a lot of native advertising and branded content is going. I noticed uh, I read an article in Ad Age, I think it was last month actually, about Saturday Night Live, which is cutting two of their commercial breaks throughout the show next season. And in place of that, so it makes the show longer mm-hmm. by cutting that, you know, six, seven minutes. You get six, seven minutes of extra show time. Yeah. And they're going to be adding uh, limited. They made it very clear that it was limited, but we'll see how long that lasts. Placements for brands within the show. So there, so there will be some sponsored content within the show. So you might see, you know, Coca-Cola. They better do that well. Yeah, yeah. That is a... And, you know, honestly, that's a great place for them to start if anybody can do that well. I think it's Saturday Night Live. They do a lot of of satirical commercials and fake stuff like that anyway. So it's going to be more organic for them to do it than a lot of other programming. Well, you know, it's interesting. It's like everything in life, everything is just cyclical. Um product placement is something that brands have moved away from in the recent me- in recent memory mm. in shows and stuff um, and that and it's something that was like very prominent in the 70s and 80s and yeah, like yeah. it was like it was literally like I don't know if they've moved away from it it's much more mm-hmm. subtle than it used to be though yeah you I mean you watch especially the big network sitcoms now there's still tons of product placement they're just it's it's way more subtle than it See, used to be. Yeah, I don't be. watch those shows, so nobody does. It's, yeah, yeah. Well, they do. They do. People love that two and a half men or whatever. I don't think that's on anymore. Oh, who's old now? Yeah, yeah. You old millennial. I know, not mm. young millennial anymore. That's for sure. You hit your thirties and you're an old 30, millennial. It's over. Yep. All right. Um, yeah, and then so just the final thing I'll say on this is that. Um, you know, Snapchat has such a distinctive format. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 
it's not like, you know, where you could take a video, chop it up, put some on Twitter, put a piece of it on Facebook, put a piece of it on YouTube. It's such a specific vertical format, like very, you really have to create specific content for mm-hmm. it. Yep. Um, and so that's, you know, that's just sort of an interesting nuance here that was recognized in the study. And I thought it was pretty interesting and really speaks to Snapchat's brand identity and power Yeah, that um, these brands are willing to conform to this style. And mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so then the next thing I want to talk about was Digiday's article. Um, Let's do it. That do we get more stats? We get more stats. Hit me with them stats. Oh my God. Like so embarrassing. No, no, no. It was cool. I'm a young millennial. No, you're not. We established oh, that right. already. You're nesting. Okay. I'm nesting. You're nesting. <laughs> um, 85% of Facebook video is watched without sound. Mm-hmm. I don't uh, remember the last time I turned sound on on a Facebook video. Oh, I turn on a lot. Yeah? Yeah. Um, like today, there's this new show coming out, and it's like, if did you ever watch Parenthood? Yes. I love that show. It's like literally one of my favorite shows ever. Hmm. And... I think I saw an episode. Oh, by the way, this is great social branding. They are, the show, Parenthood is over, I think it ended like last year. And, but they still have an active Facebook page where they'll like post Mm -hmm. a photo now and then because they're on Netflix and everything. And, you know, so they'll have a, um, like post an image being like, oh, remember when, like, whatever. And, you know, and people still comment like, yeah, I love that. Like, that was such a beautiful moment or whatever. Well, there's this new show called coming out this fall, I think, called This Is Us on mm. NBC, and it's sort of like um, spinoff. No, it's not really spinoff, but it deals with similar themes like family, how people are um, interconnected. It's maybe the people who wrote that movie Crazy Love or uh, Gosling. There was a Gosling. Yeah, in it. yeah, Crazy. Love. Yeah. It's like Steve Carell, Gosling. Yeah, so it's yeah. one of those sort of um, love me some Gosling. One of those, like, tender, funny, the dramatic... The notebook, so good. Okay, now I feel that you're making fun of me. No, 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 I love me some Gosling. I just got distracted. Okay. Let's get back to it. So, anyway, parenthood, like, NBC knows that the demographic, the exact people who like the parenthood page and are commenting on it and are, like, the diehard fans... Mm-hmm are the ones that are going to love this show. Yep. It is, like, literally so well, one-to-one. Yeah, so they post it on their show, oh, if you like Parenthood, like, this is coming this fall, and already tons and tons of people mm, are liking great. and commenting, you know, hey, yeah, I can't wait, I, you know. Yeah, great use of that audience. You don't want to abandon that too quickly. So smart. Mm-hmm. I should write a blog post about that. I would do it. Don't abandon your audience. <laughs> great headline. Check for that on next week's Simply Measure blog, you guys. Yeah. Anyway, okay, so back to this, though. So th- anyway, that I was just mentioning that because it was a trailer. This post was a trailer for this This Is Us show, and I definitely put the sound on for it and full-screened it. Nice. Anyway. Back to Digiday. But back to back to 85% no sound. Yeah, 85% no sound. Um, you know, on Facebook, you're not required to turn the volume up. Right. Uh, and so because so many brands are getting into video and posting it, um, this is a way to make it not so intrusive mm-hmm. for viewers. 
Well, um, and a lot of brands are doing a great job of building in captions in creative ways and using cool typefaces with their captions and yeah. uh, making yeah. sure that the video is consumable even with the sound off. BuzzFeed does that. BuzzFeed's great at it. I mean, you see the the easiest example that is in every single one of your feeds right now is, are the cooking instruction videos. It's just a camera looking down on a, you know, somebody yeah. cooking something and it says, put this in, put this in. Yeah, and... I watch every one of those. I know, they're mesmerizing. But also, you know, the text is... Um, the text is is it's sort of like the little nibble, you know. Mm-hmm. You're reading it and you're like, oh, another puppy video. I've seen so many puppy videos, <laughs> and then it'll be like, you know, sad woman whose husband just died is given four puppies, and you're like, oh, there's. A, I will watch this. <laughs> gotta see I've got to see this. Yeah. you know. Lucy loves sad sad widows. women <laughs> and dogs. <laughs> sad widows being consoled by puppies. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's the key to your heart. Yeah. Ian, take notes. Yeah. What else you got? Okay, Edit? yeah, so anyway. Um, so, yeah, no, that's all I have for that topic. Okay. I just thought it was an interesting stat. No, 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 I'm glad you took the time to make sure that you didn't have anything else to go through. Yeah. It's good. Mm-hmm. Thank right. you. And on to our final topic. Mm-hmm. Why... Why do you think consumers share generated content? Share user generated content? Yeah. Like why what would make you Okay, yeah. Okay. What would make you actually post like onto a brand's feed or or tag a brand on Instagram or something? Like with a photo of you or your wife or, you know, something in your life. What have you ever done that? Yes. Okay. Can you what use that example? D- yeah. I mean, to get free stuff probably is the quickest thing that comes to mind. Like yeah. when I was uh, writing a, a humor blog years ago, I used to mention brands all the time because they would then send me things, sometimes money, sometimes yeah. Xboxes, that kind of stuff. Yeah. But okay. uh, but that's probably that's – a, that's a more unique case, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um. If you weren't getting money or compensation or a swag, mm-hmm. would there be any scenario in which you would like post an Instagram photo and like tag something? You know, there's. I mean, some sometimes yes, just because it's exciting. Like you, you, you know, if you're proud of something or whatever, and you want to share that and you want to tag the brand, you know, they might, you know, amplify your exposure. They yeah. might share it on their channel. Yeah. Uh, but also just like you have loyalty to specific brands, so you want them to know that you're using their product. Yeah. So this study by OfferPop, um, and it's an infographic, it's on Social Times right now, um, is that it's, it was, uh, they surveyed consumers and brands, which mm-hmm. is what makes it really interesting. They surveyed 100 consumers and more than 300 brand marketers. Um, and what's interesting is that it shows how what the brands think and consumers actually believe is often misaligned. So 85 I can see that. 85% of consumers find visual UGC more influential than brand photos and videos. But only 65% of brands think this. I mean, that ties in well with the article we talked about last week saying that uh, people trust influencers more than they trust their friends. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, you know, 
to these brands' credit, it's 65%. That's still no slouch of a number. Right. Um, but it is, you know, I think, of course, you want to believe that the content. No, you're you know what? I wanna, I, I'm want i going to cut you off real quick. I apologize. We'll yeah. get back to that. 65% is too low. I think brands that assume that they are more influential than users are 100% misguided and need yeah. to rethink some things. Uh, I think there are very few brands that are. And I think they're the ones that do it uh, have gotten that gotten to that point over over years and years. I don't think for the vast majority that's the case. Yeah. Well, yeah, like, okay, I... I think I might have even, I literally think I mentioned this last podcast, forgive me. But when I see, okay, like when I went to, actually I didn't mention this. This is a a new spin on what I said last week. So I went to Vegas for my bachelorette party a month ago. Mm -hmm. And I started following Las Vegas, like the tourism board on Instagram, just because I, I don't know, like I just, they they post like pictures of hotels Mm -hmm. and stuff like that and whatever. So I did that. Um... But it was not – never got me to purchase anything or or compelled me to go anywhere. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, I saw a couple influencers who I follow who had been in Vegas. Mm-hmm. And they were, like, lying by a specific pool and they were, whatever, doing specific things. And then I was like, oh, like, I should do that. I really want to do that, you yeah. know? Um, I think they're, like, super polished, you know, beautiful photos that the Las Vegas Tourism Board puts up Mm -hmm. are great, but they're not – they don't compel action or reaction. Yeah, absolutely. You know, they're just kind of, like, looking at a picture on a wall and saying, oh, that's nice, and then you forget about it. Yeah. Uh, We we trust people more than we trust brands. There's a reason Yelp was a $550 million company in 2015. Yeah. Generated $550 million in revenue. Yeah. It's – so the other part of this... The, the fact that sixty-five only 65% is surprising to me. Don't cry, Kevin. I'm going to cry. Marketers, come on, man. So but the study also found that brands don't understand what motivates and inspires people to create and share user-generated content. Mm-hmm. Um, so consumers say they're two times more likely to share because they want a friend to know the brand. Mm, yeah, can I change my answer from before? Yeah. Because it's this. Okay. Like if you're sharing something on, so like think about musicians. You yeah. want to be the one who puts your friend on a, mus- yeah. on a musician. Like, yeah. oh, did you hear that new album? Yeah. Yeah. Like if we put it in the context of music, I, I've done that twice in the past week. Yeah. I Only 14% of brands are aware of that though. Yeah. That's crazy. It is crazy. Like don't you, like, I was thinking, I saw Lissy, this, this singer I love, mm-hmm. and I like post on Instagram and talk about dark social, I, like, texted all my friends with literal links that, like, to her, to all her, like, social profile, to her social profiles and also to her, um, uh, you know, to her tour dates or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I really, I, I, on, I did on Twitter, on every social channel I, I own, I was like, you have to go. If she's in your town, she's on tour right now. You have to go because it's mm-hmm. like this incredible experience. And how much more likely are you to go see her yeah. from that than if, you know, you're served up a social ad yeah. or, you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we like being the one 
who shares stuff with our friends. Yeah. It's, it's an easy way for us to feel good about ourselves, you know, if you get down to the basest form there. But also then they get on board and we can share this thing together. So in terms of, of user-generated content... Mm-hmm. More fi- stats? More we stats. get more stats? Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. More than 50% of consumers want brands to tell them what to include. So if you're running a... Interesting. If you're running a sweepstakes or whatever or... You know, um, you're saying... Want brands to tell them what to include in UGC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And only 16% of brands do that. Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense to me. I also think you just have a higher likelihood of people following through if you give them clear instructions. Just yeah. in life, but this yeah. is a, a microscope example of that. If I learned anything from being a camp counselor. Yeah. Specifics. Um, 93% of consumers find UGC helpful when making purchasing decisions. Um, And for brands, brands see an 88% increased social media activity, 29% higher web conversions, 25% higher ad performance. Hmm. Um, Really selling me on this whole UGC thing here. Yeah. Nice. UGC, it's the way to be. Sure is. I rhymed. Uh, That was pretty bad. Hashtag old millennial. Ugh. Um, at least I'm not just plain old. Hmm. I think that's a good place to wrap it up, right? Yeah, just with insults and... Yeah. Hatred. A and sense of animosity. Mm-hmm. Hashtag old millennial. Yeah. All right. See you guys next week. See you next week. <laughs>